Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tamsi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. Yeah, on today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 11, the title of which is Home, um, and in Germany the title is Unasked Guests. Uh, the IMDb user synopsis is... A month later, perfect house guest Robbie is getting popular with most Camdens, except Annie, who childishly splits hairs about his domestic input, meant to help her but making her feel redundant, while Ginger takes care of Grandpa. Matt is unwilling to stand by John when he meets the Carter parents and seeks refuge with Heather, whose boyfriend Thomas gets them off their backs by suggesting they're a Sheets magnate family. Mary starts a round of panicking with a false rumor that Robbie is dating Lucy, Simon is flattered when Robbie asks his financial advice and starts copying him. Even Matt follows suits, walking around shirtless. Robbie finds a surprising job and the perfect thank you gift. Wow, thank you for doing our job for us, IMDb user summary. All right, we're just full disclosure here. This is going to be a terrible episode. Mostly because this was a terrible Seventh Heaven episode. So, like, when we're given terrible material, what can we deliver to you guys? But if if you want to skip out now... Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Stay. Listen to the whole thing. Um, although I imagine it's going to be brief. So uh, I guess well, what was your first impression other than, you know. This was really, like, for me, this seemed like this was just a repeat of the last episode. Like, what was new in this episode other than Robbie's, like, more in the family now? Otherwise, like, Mary still thinks Lucy and Robbie are dating, which was how we ended the last episode. And Annie and Matt are unhappy that Robbie's there, which is how we ended the last episode. And Robbie's there. And Robbie's there. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, like, I don't know. It just feels like these last two episodes are basically the same thing. Like, they meld into one. Yeah. And they both sucked. All right. So anyway, we'll start off with the cold open. Where Robbie's making breakfast. Yes. Apparently, we learn... Well, he's only making breakfast for Ruthie because the whole family ate already. They all had pancakes, but Ruthie wanted eggs with cheese and ham, which sounds delicious. Yes. Um, so Annie comes downstairs, and Robbie asks her what she'd like for breakfast because the rest of the family had pancakes, and Annie is, like, being very kind of snippy with him, and she's like, oh, the rest of the family. Um, because Robbie made breakfast for all of them as well. Yeah, so... Um, this is kind of the beginning of Annie's, like, storyline for this episode, where she just feels like she is no longer needed. Um, so she brings her grievances over to, um, the Rev. I forgot his name for a second, sorry. (laughs) Um, where she basically says, like, you know, if I don't have anybody to babysit, who do I go to? And he kind of lists through everyone and eventually says Robbie's name. Oh, yeah, because Robbie offers to babysit in in the breakfast scene as well. And Annie's like, no, absolutely not. He's just a boarder. He's not, like, a per- he's not family. He's just a boarder. And we get, this is when we learn that, now, remember, guys, it's been a month. I think we're in January now. Yeah, I guess that we just kind of went over the winter break from, maybe this episode was meant to reiterate everything in that last episode because there was probably, like, the holiday hiatus. Right, right. So, apparently, um, I guess Grandpa Jackson is having a tough time, like, currently, and Annie... uh, Hasn't been out to see him, and she's concerned, and she wants to be there for him and Ginger. Yeah, she feels like Ginger's taken over her role as, like, her father's caretaker, and um, one of the reasons that she points out that she can't go is because who's going to take care of the kids if she goes to see him? 
Uh, and they can't afford a flight for the kids, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids as in the twins. And uh, this is when you have a scene that you really liked, uh, this piece of dialogue between oh, oh. <laughs> the Rev and Annie. No, uh, I don't know. It was just like, Annie's like, when is Robbie going to be out of the house? Um, I don't want him here anymore. Uh, he's got to get his own place. And she was like, and if he doesn't, there'll be there'll be hell to pay. And then she was like, that's right, I said it, hell. Because remember, it's not good to say hell in the Camden household, or it's not allowed. Um, and this re- leads us to the opening credits, where we are once again spoiled to the fact that uh, Jessica Biel, uh, aka Mary Camden, will be back in this episode. Um, and that's so who we're going to yeah. start with for our storyline by storyline. So Mary. Oh my god. Mary has a bunch of like the I swear it's the same scene over and over again. She just calls all dif- all different family members to try to find out if Lucy is still dating Robbie because that's been like an unresolved ambiguity for a month apparently. Um So much so that she hasn't talked to anyone since the first time she talked to somebody in the last episode. Yeah. So it's been another like another month. It's been like almost two, I think probably like almost 2 months since she's talked to the Rev. Then, because she hasn't spoken to him since November. Since yeah, since she left, um, she wasn't there for Christmas as well. That's a that's a point to make. I feel like the yeah. Camden's not spending spending Christmas as a family is kind of dire. So she first calls Matt. Matt, yeah. Um, Which gets Matt kind of like on the alert now because uh, Matt. We know Matt doesn't like Robbie, but now Matt thinks that Lucy and Robbie are dating. dating. So, uh, but we do get a nice brother-sister bonding scene here. We didn't really get, like, a good Matt-Mary moment when Mary left, so it was nice to see Matt being like, I miss you. Yeah. Um, then, uh, Mary decides that the, obviously the best person to call to get any information is Ruthie. Um, Ruthie gets bribed into giving him information, $10, uh, but Mary does a good job of being a sister here as well, asking her how things are going at her new school, um, and... Ruthie's not having any of it, but... Yeah. So, Ruthie explains everything. She says that they're not dating, that Robbie's just living here, that Lucy isn't Robbie's type. Yeah. Which which is part of Ruthie's own storyline, which we'll get into later. Uh, but yeah, now... But the thing is now that Mary knows that... Robbie is living in the house, which was a thing that... The Camerons were desperately trying to either, I get, think they wanted to, like, tell her in person or make sure that they, they could be the ones to tell her, but they see that, like, blowing up in their faces now, so... We um, have this one scene, which Mary's not even in, but it's all about Mary, where basically all of the, everyone in the Camden family, minus Mary, is all in the twins' room, <laughs> and they're all discussing about... Who, like, what Mary knows, yeah. And then everybody's like, oh, like, we somebody needs to talk to Mary now, and... They all disperse to, like, make a phone call to Mary, except for Annie. Um, and I think... Robbie he, gets through. Yeah, Robbie's the one that ends up on the phone. Um, so, yeah, so Robbie and Mary are talking, and I, I don't know. No, we don't see her. She, we just get the one side of the phone call. Well, at first we get... She, she doesn't believe him. She thinks that oh, yeah. he's, like, made everything up about being homeless and all this stuff, that she's a, he's a liar, which is actually the first right reaction that a Camden yeah. has had to Robbie. Right. Because he is well, a liar. Mary learned her lesson. Yeah. She learned firsthand. And then, so I think Robbie calls her back. And this Rev is, the Rev is here, too, mostly because a Rev wants to hear... Mary's voice, because, again, it's been, like, two months since he's spoken to her. Um, so he's just kind of in there, like eavesdropping on the conversation but 
Um, by the end of it, Mary does know the truth, and I think she believes it, we can say. It's, you know... And Robbie, I think, gets information out of Mary in that Mary's working at the homeless shelter, which is why she couldn't afford to... Or, like, she didn't have time to go... She couldn't get time off. Yeah. For the uh, holidays. And, um, yeah, they... I guess they just, like, kind of catch up a bit. I think the next conversation Mary has with someone is Lucy. Yes. Um, where it seems that since now Luce, the Lucy-Robbie rumor is has been put to rest, Mary's okay with Lucy again. So they're kind of catching up where they're having... It's a, it's a nice moment between the two sisters where Lucy's like, oh, everybody's trying to be like Robbie. All the boys yeah, have their shirts <laughs> off. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it is. Uh. Yeah. And uh, then she has to get off the phone with Lucy because Lucy needs to deal with the naked men. Uh, I guess this is another episode about... Nakedness. <laughs> rules about nakedness. Um, does and, Mary have any other phone calls? Well, finally at the end, um, the whole dispute with the Camerons is kind of resolved because she finally is willing to speak to the Rev and Annie, um, which is a point of like contention for them because when they find out that she knows that Robbie has been living there, they're like, now she may never speak to us again because, I don't know, this the whole history with Robbie... This is the thing that Annie holds against the Rev because Annie's at uh, at odds with the Rev for most of the episode. Yeah. So finally, in the end, there's a, a resolution. I really don't know what what was well, that. She's but she's willing to. You know, they kind of reconcile, and she says like, "Oh, I miss all of you guys." Blah blah blah. She's like, "I'm not ready to come home yet because I still have to work on myself." She says that she understands why she had to go away and that she's grateful that like the rev helped her so much and she knows it for the like for the past couple of months she's been ungrateful so it seems like it's a turning point in the relationship i guess we'll see how that manifests later yeah um but that's it for mary um so let's do matt next uh so matt is being a scorned lover in this episode <laughs> Just like in the last episode. Uh, so as we said, John very absurdly got engaged in the last episode to Priscilla. Um, and this episode this episode is pretty much just about John is going to be meeting Priscilla's parents for the first time. And for some reason, he really, really, really needs Matt to be there because they are a throuple. Um <laughs> Apparently. So Matt is like, no, I'm going to have no part of this because... He doesn't approve. Yeah. Um, and I don't really understand why this storyline exists, but so Matt decides that he's going to get out of the house so he's not around when Priscilla's parents come over. He goes to Heather's apartment or house where she lives with her new boyfriend. Thomas. Wait, um, that's the professor. That's a professor? That's the professor. <laughs> Wait. You're he, right. He doesn't look anything that's, like a professor. He looks like he's the same age as, as them. Um, he's the professor. He's the professor. <laughs> Holy shit! Now you have some thoughts about his home. Um, oh, just, yes. It looks like the whole. You're, you're right. It looks like the home of an old woman. Like <laughs> there's like plants and flowers everywhere. The decor is all flowery and stuff, but not in a fun, cool. I'm a hipster kind of way. In like a in like I'm, an old woman sort of way. Like there should be dollies everywhere or something. Yeah. I don't know. So this is <laughs> this is apparently Thomas the professor's house. <laughs> oh my um, god. Um, so. Matt spends the entire, like, most of the episode complaining to Heather and Thomas about his situation. Um, eventually, John shows up there as well. 
before, I want to just point out that John called the house not looking for Matt, but for looking for Mrs. Camden. Right. So they, there's some sort of, like, really good friendship between Annie and John, which I think should be played out on screen more. <laughs> well, he asks for Mrs. Camden, and then the Rev is like, no, Matt's not here. <laughs> and I was like, I very clearly heard him say, ask if Mrs. Camden was home. And then you were like, maybe that's what he calls Matt, yes. Mrs. Camden. Uh, anyway, um, the Rev is like, oh, he went over to Heather's. So John goes over to Heather's, and Thomas is clearly very, like, exasperated. Well, he, he calls Matt needy. Like, yeah. Matt's like, can I make myself a sandwich? And then when he walks away, Thomas is like, oh, he, this guy's pretty needy. So he's really um, sick of all of this, and he wants Matt and now John out of his home. So he's like, oh... Priscilla Carter, that's who you're engaged to? And he's like, oh, she's she's like the heiress to the Carter Mills fortune. The sheet empire, apparently a famous, like, sheet company. And they were like... Everyone sleeps on Carter. Yeah, everyone sleeps on Carter, so... Um, but he like, makes this out, up out of his ass, which yeah. is, like, kind of remarkable. <laughs> probably why he's a professor. Yes, he's very smart. Um, so they're like, oh, yeah, she's loaded. So for some reason, then Matt and John are like... Oh, we need to... Well, Matt's Matt. like, now I really, really want to see you meet this, this like, wealthy family. So they run back to their apartment. Um, Matt needs to make a pit stop at home first to get his good pants. <laughs> Call back to Pants Daddy. Um, where... But um, because of this, he misses the entire dinner. Uh, and at what happens is because the Carter family is rich, but not because of sheets but because they're, like, the father's an architect. Apparently the sheet conversation is what, like, set the entire dinner... Off on the wrong foot. Um, so John is like... It's your oh, fault. yeah. And Priscilla... Basically, Priscilla's family is, like, not going to pay for her tuition anymore if she decides to stay with John. Her father took... Well, we learn at the end, her father took away her... her well, we didn't talk about this. She's She's, like, basically subletting her aunt's apartment, but... I don't know, her father took it away, and basically her family cut her off if she wants to stay with John. And she picks John over her family. And basically Matt needs to find a new place to live, because... Because even though they don't believe in premarital cohabitation, they need to do it. Uh, this is John and Priscilla. So the things that they have to do for love. <laughs> premarital cohabitation. I guess the point of this is we need to get Matt back in the house to get more drama between Matt and Robbie, but, like, they could have just done this easily with, like, we're getting married, so we're moving in together, bye. Instead yeah. of this whole, like, saga with Heather and Professor Thomas. Right. It should have just been like, hi, we're engaged, and now she's moving in here. Uh, but, yeah, basically, Matt ruined Priscilla and John's life. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, so, Lucy, most of Lucy's storyline has to do with Ruthie. Do you want to do that now, then? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... It kind of gets the ball rolling when before when everyone still thinks that Lucy is dating Robbie, and Ruthie goes up and at, up to their room and and asks Lucy. Lucy's putting on makeup, and she's like, "Oh, why are you putting on makeup?" And Lucy says, "I want to attract boys." And Ruthie was like, "But any any boys in particular?" Basically asking like, "Are, are you doing this to get Robbie's attention?" And she's like, no, Robbie, like, I'm... He's I'm the not, last person I would date, yeah. Robbie Palmer. Haha. <laughs> um, so... so much foreshadowing in this episode. Anyway, Ruthie's like, okay, 
that's cool. And then she basically takes that information back to Mary. But then a little bit later on, we see Ruthie in front of the mirror, kind of like doing her makeup. And Lucy is like, what are you doing? And she says, well, I'm trying to attract. There's, you know, I, she's like, there's a boy I like. I think she says she's in love. Um, and the boy is clearly very much in love with her as well, she says. Um, if you don't know this by now, it is obviously Robbie that she has fallen for. Um, it's cute, I guess. I think this is supposed to be cute. Like, she's just confused and like, oh, he made me eggs with ham and cheese. Well, she has a conversation with Mary. This is in their phone call where she's like, well, he looks much better with a shirt with a shirt off than Simon ever did. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you looking at your brother without a shirt on? No, you figured they go to, like, the swimming pool, <laughs> the beach. Um, so... Ruthie writes a love letter to Robbie and leaves it on his bed. His bed, which is still very much made up like Ruthie's bed would be. Yeah. Um, And I guess at the end of the episode, near the end of the episode, Robbie finally sees the letter and opens it up. And all it says is, I love you. Um, And... (laughs) Ruthie is there, and she's like, oh, no, I didn't write that. Lucy wrote that. But it's clearly in the handwriting of, like, a 10-year-old. Um, so before all this goes down, we forgot to mention, there's obviously needs to be a point where Ruthie no longer has a crush or, like, her crush on Robbie is subdued. It comes out in front of um, Annie and Lucy when Ruthie finds out that Robbie's going to dinner with Simon. And she's, like, jealous. And Lucy figures out it's because of her crush on Robbie. So I think they have a heart-to-heart in the bathroom about how it's not okay for you to like Robbie because he is... So much older. Yeah, exactly. And you are a child. So now I think this is kind of left in... Not as a cliffhanger or anything, but kind of like the thread is left open. Because when Robbie turns around to tell Lucy, like this is a problem, you can't like me, because he stupidly believes that she's the one that wrote, <laughs> yeah, I love I know, you. it's ridiculous. Lucy's like, do you think I like you? And then she runs off and doesn't, like, explain herself or explain Ruthie. So I don't know what that is, other than know. setting up whatever. next. I thought it was just next. her, like, going to, like, run and grab Ruthie and be like, tell him the truth. Well, we don't see that happening, so yeah. I don't know what, what's happening with that. All right. Um, I guess Simon's the only one that's left. He doesn't have his own He hasn't had his own storyline in, like, a bit, but... Other than Sasha, who we don't see for... Yeah, we we will see her, though. But Simon's entire storyline is that Robbie, um, we kind of just wove Robbie into everyone else's storyline, but, um, Robbie approaches him because he, as the IMDb user synopsis said, he has gotten... Well, first he asks Simon to dinner because he says, I want to talk to you about my finances um, because you're good with money. And Simon is very happy because he's like, oh, nobody, like, he thinks that Robbie's messing with him. And he's like, oh, nobody takes me seriously around here. So this is plays in a little bit to Matt's jealousy, too, about Robbie because he's like, oh, well, Robbie's not your brother. I take you seriously. Um, so they go to dinner and we learn that Robbie has gotten a new job as, like, a sports director at a daycare um, and he's apparently going to be making very good money doing this. Uh, and as a result, he wants to... Well, we don't learn what he wants to do. We just learn that he... Well, he wants to set up some sort of savings plan, but he also wants to buy, he's like, airline tickets. So we... So I thought it was because Robbie wanted to see Mary. You thought it was because he was going to pay for Mary to come... To Glen Oak. Oak. Um, but it ends up being something completely different. Uh, I just wanted to mention in this conversation, we also learned that Robbie's going to college for 
early childhood development, which, which is, is... Yeah, the same thing as Annie. So they clearly have a lot more in common than they think, and which ties back into the fact that Annie's not willing to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for Simon, really. I think we can get to the Rev and Annie storyline, which will end out all the other storylines yeah. as well. So, as we mentioned, the Rev and Annie are on the outs because the Rev is very pro-Robbie and Annie is very anti-Robbie. But Annie is anti-Robbie for very foolish reasons. Yes. Like, he's too helpful, okay? Like, you don't have to... She And, and she didn't like the way he folded the laundry. Apparently, um, she likes it done in thirds instead of whatever he did, which was fourths. <laughs> um, he made dinner, which she, like, which she was really jazzed about doing yeah he made everyone breakfast so there's that tension um plus there's a tension that we mentioned earlier where she believes that she's never going to get a chance to talk to her daughter again now that robbie like mary knows that robbie's living there mm -hmm. so she thinks that all of the rev's actions with robbie are not only making her obsolete but making her relationship with her family completely destroyed and the Rev also is, like, a big, like, Robbie, do, like, he's, again, he keeps doing the, the defending where he's, like, oh, uh, he's, he's, like, smart. He's on the Dean's list. Right. Which, again, has nothing to do with being a good person. So we learned that the reason that Robbie's being so helpful is because the Rev specifically told him to be helpful, like, to earn his keep here, and also because he had told all of the children to, like, take care of all the house things because Annie was so... Stressed about her father. Yeah. Which is another thing that I feel like should... Either didn't belong in this episode or be needed to, to have a bigger role rather than all this crap with Robbie because it wasn't really, like... I don't know. It's, it feels like it was out of nowhere. Yeah. We um, didn't like you said, it feels like we missed an episode. Like, did something happen? If, if they're going to have her be concerned... I know, like, he generally has Alzheimer's, but... I would have liked to... She's never been, like, this concerned on a daily basis before. Maybe they should have had, like, some sort of incident where, I don't know, he got in the car and forgot where he was going, and now it's like, oh, no. Especially because the last we saw of Grandpa Jackson, he was joking about his al Alzheimer's. Yeah. And he was, like, providing the comedic relief for the episode. So, a little confusing there, but that's also, like, the tension for Annie, I guess. That's part of why she's, like... I don't know, wants to keep busy around the house, doesn't want Robbie doing stuff. Uh, this all comes to a head in, a re in like, a conversation between... Because well, Annie's basically like, how can you trust him? And the Rev says, well, how do you not trust him now? Like, look at what all he's done. I'm going to trust him until I don't trust him now. And also, he's just being a gracious house guest. He really... Like, honestly, like... like if I were... If someone was letting me stay in their house for free, yeah, I would probably be helping do everything, too. Yeah, And they I would just probably like, appreciate it. So this all ends with we finally find out what Robbie is doing with this airline ticket. So he apparently has enough money saved to buy not only Annie tickets to see Grandpa Jackson, but also the twins, because that was what Annie's concern was in the first place, like leaving the twins behind. And so all of a sudden Annie's like, oh my God. The twins, who are almost two and still do not speak. They just coo. No, they make pterodactyl noises. That's what they do. And Annie's completely touched and... I think we're supposed to be like, oh, this relationship is now going in the right direction because, I don't know, they're starting to understand each other. Um, but this basically, I think it actually really ends with the fact that Matt is mo like forced to move back in. Um, yeah. And now, although, his although Robbie's relationship with Annie is on the mend, now he has to deal with Matt. 
Yeah. And stepping into the, that whole, like, who's the big brother role. Right. Especially because now we've seen that Robbie is clearly... Starting F- to kind of bond with the kids. Yeah. Uh, with everyone. So what's Matt going to do? Especially because Ruthie does say, when a child leaves the house, I feel like they should stay out. <laughs> so... Yeah. That's really it for this episode. I don't... Nothing. I'm giving this a 1.5. Yeah, this was worse than the last one, so well, I'm also going to it. was just like it. watching it, the last one again, only minus, worse. Minus the lingerie scene yeah, and the surprise proposal. There was nothing really uh, outrageous in it. Um, yeah, okay. I hope like the next episode they try to maybe give us something different. I like the... The thing is, I like the dynamic with Robbie when it kind of gets more settled, but the, the setup, setup, the setup is- and just the fact that... Mary isn't there, but she's still in the episodes, and she she's constantly calling them, I find very annoying. Like, I don't really love these on-the-phone scenes. Yeah, um, because, well, first of all... Because they all just feel the same. Because it's everybody else that's different. It's just Mary, like, lying in a different position in bed. Yeah. Like, that's... And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. I mean, if they want to have Jessica be on the episode, just have her be doing something else. Yeah. Or just get her to come home already. Jesus Christ. Like... <laughs> ugh. All right. Well... If you want to, I don't even know what happened in this If you want to see something from this episode, any photos, um, you can follow us on our social media, Instagram and Twitter. Our handles are at CamdenCastShow. On Facebook, we are CamdenCast. And if you want to listen every Wednesday and Saturday, you can find us at SoundCloud.com slash CamdenCast and on the Apple iTunes podcast app. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. And this is CamdenCast. <laughs>